Welcome to the Fell Podcast. Thank you for listening. We have a great episode today. We um, don't forget that we look at failure in a different way. A lot of people look at failure in a negative way, but we believe that it births something, man, and, and it gives a lot of lessons to those that, you know, that it impacts. And so failure is the key to success. And today we have a, a very exciting, energetic guest. I met him through a good friend of mine. And since the first day I met him, he's just giving me good vibes. So I want everybody to welcome Joe. Hey, what's up, guys? How's how it going? Thank how you, you doing? Having me. Good. How you feeling today, man? I'm feeling great. Every day that I wake up, it's always a great day. So you know what I mean? So it's a it's great right now. What's your your Instagram handle? I think it's Joe underscore D, D. underscore Guerra. And so, it, you know, you, he put out a post this past week and he was just kind of sharing some of his past and you know for the sake of the show some of the fails that he has gone through but man he has he has killed those fails so long ago because he's overcome and learned so much from his past he's working on a few projects right now go ahead and tell us what you're working on and what kind of who who is Joe right now? And then in a minute we're gonna jump in the DeLorean and we're gonna go back in time and we're gonna share a little bit about what brought you to this point. Okay, uh, yes. Yeah, so at the at the current moment right now, um, what I do is marketing and advertising, and uh, so I create these you know Legion machines like you know a landing page to get the emails and names and stuff. And uh, so when what 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 ended up happening was uh, I started hearing about NFTs and like all this crypto talk and stuff, yeah. and didn't really pay attention at first, you know. And then finally, when I got the concept of what NFTs are and what they mean and why they're they're so you know why they they're worth so much other than just the picture, um, I, I went all in on that. I literally transitioned from doing uh, home home based services to like now I'm like doing collections for uh for the cannabis industry. Cause that's where I saw like the, the light just went off in my yeah. head and I was like, wait, NFTs or what? Hold on. Uh, we can set it up where like, you know, to these accounts where it gets paid no matter what. So nobody, nobody can get, you know, uh, over, you know what I mean? Yeah. Basically. And then, and then it was another thing because, you know, it was a way to sell cannabis, you know, for the cannabis industry because there's a lot of red tape when it comes to selling that stuff. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So like that was another thing. And then to give a, a, a NFT utility, you know, that's, that's where it makes it so priceless because, you know, especially for the cannabis culture, what, what, what's so, what's better than getting free cannabis, you know, if you yeah. own a JPEG. <laughs> uh, and you also got some Facebook pages that you had mentioned. What's the, what's the name of the main one that you would want people to know about? Yes. Uh, we have a group. It's a uh, crypto kingpins on Facebook. Um, so if you had to give like an elevator pitch on that, on that, uh, page, what, what kind of discussions are going on there? What, what kind of, information are you providing for for people on that in that group just uh, the the current events in the news and what's going on uh right so you know there's a lot of stuff uh, you know a lot of talk about this and that and you know like myself you know uh man you got to talk to me like a kindergartner <laughs> yeah, yeah. you know what I mean? so I'm like, what the hell are they talking about it, so is, the, I, is the most common question you get is where do, where do i put my money man yeah Okay, we won't ask that today. Okay, yeah, we won't know. ask that today. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, uh, uh, that is true, and, and it's like, and, and it's what I did was I started the group because I I had questions, 
And then I knew some people that were in our in our network to where like, you know, hey guys, you know, I know you're a badass at this. Would you mind being in the group as an expert? And then I'm going to start bringing people and we can all start learning together. Nice. And that's that's how it became, you know, that's how it happened. And then we have a messenger group for the Kingpins. And literally, we're just daily dropping news. People are asking questions. We're answering them. Like, it's pretty cool. It's just real educational. That's all it is. And so if you're listening, we're going to put a description down below with all the info that or all the projects that Joe is working in. You may need some marketing. You may need to capture some emails, promote your business, you know, on the back end of it. He can help. And when it comes to crypto, he's deep in it. And that's what that's what his main focus is right now. I talked to him off the mic and and he got a lot of great information it's too much for me but it might be perfect for you now joe's got a past let's just say that right did it make you chuckle joe did you hear that yeah yeah so (laughs) but we all do that's the thing and so that's what i want to get out there is we see everyone we see them in their success we see them in their spotlight and we don't think to ourselves what did they go through how many obstacles and hurdles did they go through to get where they are? We all want the shiny watch and we all want the fast car. But trust me, at one point, man, we had a broke down watch and a slow, maybe just a, a rinky dinky car. <laughs> Everyone starts somewhere. People are no car. Yeah, or no car, <laughs> man. Batamobile. That's right. <laughs> And so everyone starts somewhere, but we, we tend to overlook that because we just want to hear, hey, what's the success like? What's life on the top? And to me, it's so important to examine people's past, figure out how they failed, how they approached failure, and how they became better through it and because of it. And so, Joe, you start wherever you want. In your past, growing up, what were some of the, the challenges that you faced that should have, you know, just put you down for the count and you shouldn't be where you are right now, you know, and right now you're at a point where you're just, you're just, you're a rising star with the info and the, the projects that you're working. What are some things in your past that, that, well, uh, uh, it's like, you know, like, you know, when you reached out, you know, when you saw that video, that's, you know, I had entered a contest, uh, this group I'm in and, and it was to, you know, literally, shed some light about who you are and, and just putting it out there. And, and, you know, we all, like you said, we all got a pass. And, you know, for me, uh, it was, it was generational curses that I was fighting against. It was, uh, um, uh, the, the losing my dad, you know, when he was murdered when I was nine, that, you know, I, I was, I had to become the man in the house at that time. And then also, you know, I'm, you know, I'm from the hood, you know, I, I came from the hood. So like, you know, you know, people say ignorance bliss, but when you come from there, dude, ignorance not bliss because here I was thinking the only way out of the hood was, you know, yeah, shoot for the military, which I tried and they didn't take me. What's called a uh, uh, sell dope and hopefully start a business and get out before they catch you or you're going to prison. You know, that's, that was really it. And, 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 and I, I tried the military. Sold a ton of dope and then went to prison, yeah. like literally went through that and then realizing my ignorance literally led me through that because that's all I thought that there was for me. You know, it, it just, uh, I don't know. I just. Let me stop you. Okay. Yeah. So there's a lot of people listening and you threw the word out hood. You know, I grew up in the hood. Me too. And when people, you know, I'm, I'm out in the world having conversations. I say this, Hey, I, I grew up in the not so influent part of town. I grew up in the bar, in the bad part of town. There's so many other that words that we use to describe the hood. And so I'm going to kind of give a, a educational course for those listening. 
because the word hood has so many just negatives attached to it. Mm-hmm. But I just, if you're listening, I want you to understand that a lot of great people mm-hmm. come out of the hood. Now, I know it, it applies to both affluent and the hood type mm-hmm. neighborhoods. Don't get me wrong. But define a little of the characteristics of what the hood is for someone that's listening that, that just wants to connect with maybe us at a younger age. Man, it, you know, like just one story uh, that all, that comes to mind for that is, you know, I remember, you know, my, my brother, he's seven years younger than me. So I was probably like, what, maybe eh, 10, 11. And, you know, you know, my mother, you know, she was she was young. So she was out doing her thing and stuff, partying and stuff at that time. And uh, so it was just us two at the house, you know. I'm literally babysitting my my brother over here, and uh, next thing you know, it the 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 house next to us, you know, just gets shot up. And I had, you know, we're on bunk beds and stuff, so here I am having to grab my brother off the top of the bunk bed because the way the houses were hit, their the house they were shooting, the the it was up, you know. We had, you know, it was it was built up, so like he was on the top bunk, literally right, and you know. Right in the way, and you know, thank God, of course, you know, nothing, nothing happened to us, and no bullets were shot in our crib. But like that house used to always get shot, like on a consistent basis, and it was just one of those things. And and like I said, like it was ignorance for me because, like you said, dude, there were so many great people in our hood too, as well. Yeah, I was just I wasn't listening to them because that's where I was saying generational curses came into play. Mm. Because here I was. You know, watching my grandfather, you know, hearing the, the stories of my father, you know, they were all just infamous stuff like murder, killing people here in these streets and stuff. And, you know, I was idolizing that stuff. Yeah. You know, and, and then I'm watching my, my grandfather you know, doing all kinds of stuff. Finally, it all caught up to him. But I just thought that was gangster. Like he, he got caught. But like it was one of those went to went to court. What's called? You got money. That's how it rose. Yeah. You're going to get a lesser sentence. You know what I mean? But that that was a that was wrong. I was ignorant to that and thinking that oh this is the way to go. Yeah, yeah. Because of those generational curses and all it did was lead me being third generation uh, ex con now in my family. How do you feel? You know, people say, "Man, you grew up from the hood, and you know your past is just messy, man." That you're gonna fail in life. Like that, people expect so little from people, and I'm not saying I went through what you went through, but I, I grew up in the hood too, and I had a few things that I went through, and a lot of people really stamped me with the the stamp that said, you know, Sam is gonna fail. Joe, did you ever hear that the people, your teachers, or anyone around you ever kind of try to bring you down based on just what they knew? Not they couldn't see the heart. Mm-hmm. They couldn't see what was gonna be your driver later in life. Yeah, um, I, I actually did experience that like because i uh, uh one thing about my family on my mother's side you know it, they were totally opposite of what my dad and grandfather were so i got to see both sides of it right i got to see the nine to five hard workers and mm. stuff you know i just at the time was being ignorant and thought it was lame but like at the time i didn't i i, I had i had the love from them you know what i mean so i didn't really feel like i, I had money or if i was if we were broke or poor or anything but what i realized when i went to catholic school where they sent me like I'm, I I didn't even know that I was the the, the poorest kid in the class, and, and that's where I started seeing like they were judging me off of that, thinking because I'm coming from where I came from yeah, yeah. that I'm I'm not better than them or anything, and and I was like laughing like oh no y'all don't know who y'all messing with I can do whatever I want in this, <laughs> and so you're growing up and you mentioned that you went to prison right yes, what can you share? about that journey leading up to it 
and then once once we get you inside that and you start doing your time, I'm going to dig into what you learned that's still effective and and it benefits you now in life. So, mm-hmm. what led up to that was was that was your world just was there a gray cloud over your head or was there something that happened in an instant? What was going on during that time leading up to that? Man, so um like literally November, man. I got a story. It's in November. And I was already, kind of, I guess, I guess you could say, at the prime of everything. I was 26, you know, and I was moving like 10 kilos of coke a week, moving five pounds of ice a week, and like a ton of weed a month type stuff every once yeah. in a while, right? So here I am, you know, I was, I was actually getting lazy and content because it was so easy. Uh, it, it, it wasn't easy getting there, but when I finally got there, there I was already yeah. like, uh, this is boring type stuff because here we are doing the same thing over and over, going out, blowing money. You know how it is, you know, that, that type of stuff, that lifestyle that I thought was cool, but it was not. And then here I was, you know, sitting. It was a, it was a Saturday, beautiful day like today, man. And I remember, uh, uh, I got up early because I'm always the type to just get up early. And, and I was like, all right, man, I'm going to go. And instead of spending a day with my, my kids and everything, what, what, what was funny was I was over here, you know, oh, I got to go take care of business. But I was really just going to my so-called friends at the time mm. to go go chill with them and stuff and party. And then I get there and, like, you know, it's still during the day, so everybody's, like, sleeping. But it's, like, 2 in the afternoon now. You know what I mean? Yeah. But you know how that goes, right? So everybody's <laughs> all hungover. And I'm sitting there, like, by myself. And I'm, like, I, it just hit me, like, man, God, what, what am I doing? I go, what am I doing sitting here, man? Look at these people, man. They're all still asleep. Everybody, like, I just left my two kids because when I mm-hmm. left my daughter at the time, she was nine. She was like, hey, dad, can, you know, uh, uh, can we play or let's go do something? And I try to, like, you know, play it all. Like, hey, tell your mom or something, this and that. And so finally, when I, you know, I got, that kind of just hit me. And I was like, man, what am I doing, dude? Yeah. Like, what am I saying no to my kids and I'm coming to this? And then I went to, uh, and then it's literally at that moment, I was like, all right, God, look, man. I go, it's too easy. I go, I'm not going to stop this because, you know what, it's fucking easy. Yeah, yeah. And I go, but you got to do something because I don't want this no more. And mm. literally, man. And we know that once you're once you're in that culture deep, it's hard to get out because your friends, your community, <laughs> everything that you built up just feeds the monster. So yes. you're asking for a request that for people it seems easy. Say, well, then quit. Well, just say no. <laughs> and, and, I wish it was that easy. And, and Joe, you can you can attest to it. It's not so simple. Drastic things have to happen yes. for someone to kind of get off of that path that yes. you were on. So then what happened? Dude, and, and nothing because nothing happened. I was just like, all right, whatever. It, it still continued like regular. And then January, literally January, what? My, my daughter was born on the 2nd. Literally January. So at this point, you have two kids. Uh, by this point, I have uh, four. Four. My I'm counting slow. <laughs> yeah, okay, you have four, four kids. All yeah, right, all right. Four. And so this was the fourth one, and literally I got busted like the next day, mm. and 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 which was cool because you know uh, it was my first time getting busted. You know I already knew how the game was. I got money. I could pay a lawyer, and I'll just get probation, and I'll just quit. Yeah. And you know what? I did quit because I was like, all right, I'm done. This was my excuse. To out yeah yeah i was like i got caught with the pound of ice it was a setup ended up getting towed on and, and and this and that and i was like all right cool like you know let's get to work i bonded out and was just like busting my and then like here i am getting comfortable nine months later in september 16th actually um i i, I go uh uh that friday before the 16th which was on a sunday i remember dude uh the, we go to court and the lawyer finally gives me the news hey you're getting probation he goes, it's a lot, but you, you're going to get, like, probation. I was like, I'll take it, dude, because I'm already yeah. working. I'm not worried about it. 
So I was like, you know what, man, I'm going to go treat myself and go out because I haven't been out this whole time. I've just mm. been working. You know, God doesn't stop working on you, bro. Next thing you know it, man, I go out, meet some old friends. Nothing happened, but what ended, what ended up happening was I'm like, the last moment before I should have went home, it was like, man, let me just go see what these guys are doing. Yeah, yeah. Dude, I'm thinking there's nobody around on the street, and I'd like run this red light, and out of nowhere, a cop just pulls out of nowhere, pulls me over, uh, pulls me out. Uh, I'm on bond already, and then he finds a open container in the back seat that somebody had left with the, the people I was with earlier. Yeah. And I was like, oh, man. He takes me to jail. I'm sitting in there, and I'm waiting to get you know get out and stuff, and then the, all of a sudden, uh, uh, hey, you have a federal marshal hold. And I'm like, wait, what does that mean? Well, the feds came and picked up my case, dude. Next thing you know, I'm facing federal charges and state charges for that same pound of ice. <laughs> so when you went in, you didn't come back out. That was it. You was- didn't see that coming. You really thought, like, okay, I'm going to be out in a few, no big deal. So your mentality was telling you one thing, mm-hmm. but reality set in. Mm-hmm. And what happened? How did you fight that, men- that what you were thinking to what was really happening? Kind of tell me how, how you felt. Like, tell me how you Man. felt about your kids, about, you know, just breathing free air and doing what you please when you want. Tell me how you felt when all that was kind of being taken away. Man, really, it was just, it was just a fear of, of, of just losing everybody and everything. And, and, then, and then it was like, after that, it was like just acceptance because I knew what I did. Hmm. And it was like, Hire, bro. You, it's time to pay the piper, bro. Okay, so pay the piper. Let me. Okay, so when we fail, when we make a mistake, a lot of people try to either not talk about it, they try to hide it, or they try to, you know, change the storyline a little bit so they don't look like, so they don't feel so responsible. But right here, I see a good characteristic that in the in the fail podcast movement, man, that's the point: is can you face? your failure and sometimes it's not so pretty it comes with major consequences and there is a price to pay and you're kind of coming to terms with that and that's a good thing but then after that you have to figure out what is next and so what what started running through your head what was next well, honestly, it was just like, who told on me? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, things were simple back yeah, then. <laughs> like, man, who, who the hell What's his name? What's his name? <laughs> yeah. you know, no, and, then, and then that one name, it was in the in, in the back of my head because it, it was funny because the way it happened was like, like I got it from that person, and then and and and, and I, I got it because I I was trying to do a favor for somebody because they needed some money to take mm. their kids out for that weekend. That was so wild. That's how wow. the situation was, right? And I'm like, all right, instead of just giving them the damn money, I should have just did that. It would have been simpler. I was like, I went to go, I was getting a haircut, and I, and out of nowhere, I'm thinking like, oh, man, here it is right on my lap. Some guy, the guy that I know, he's like, hey, are, do you need a pound of ice? And I was like, matter of fact, I do. And so I get it, take it to these guys, and I was the type back then, like, I'm not going to call you and tell you I'm driving with a pound of ice. I just showed up, and they're like, oh, we already got one. You didn't even you didn't even tell us that you got it. I'm like, what the heck? So here we are sitting with two of them, and then there was this other guy who's like, well, I can get rid of it. So we end up going with him, and he was the guy that set me up on the state side. Well, now I'm over here sitting, waiting to get bonded out and stuff, and when that federal marshal came into play, the, the guy that gave it to me, had got into a conspiracy and said, you see that pound of ice that Joe got busted with? Well, I gave it to him, and because of that, they put me into the conspiracy. Mm. So, like, honestly, that's what I was like. I was pissed. I was like, what the heck did I do? So, okay, 
Blame at the end of the day is yep. ours to own and yep. ours to grow from. As soon as you say, as soon as you go, man, who snitched on me, man? Right? What's his name? Where's where does he live? Because he, we're gonna split this time or this whatever's coming on me. We're gonna split it, right? Yeah. I get it, bro. I mean, when we fell, we don't want to face it, man, because I'm too smart. I think too fast. Yeah. I I had it all planned out. There's, there's no way that this business or this whatever failed because it's not my fault. It's your fault. At the yeah. end of the day, when did you? Take ownership. When did you say, okay, fine, there's a lot of stuff going on, but my choice got me here. And late at night, and it's all quiet as f***ing, are you having some voice in your head? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then you're like taking it, like playing everything back in your mm. head, every single thing. And it's like, dude, ain't nobody's fault but my own. And 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 I and I I learned this later. What I was doing then was when you accept something, that's how you grow. Because if you don't accept it, bro, then you think there's no problem. Then if you yeah. think there's no problem, you're that's not going to change. Yeah, that's true. And how long? How long were you in? Seven years straight. Okay, so talk to me a little bit about some of the things that you had to confront. Some of the things you had to change. And then and then when you get towards the end of that, we're going to talk about the things that you learned yeah. when you came out. Man, one was uh, um, I, I really learned a lot about myself. Like if I was really one of those, like I like I always thought I was. For one, like as far as like you know, am I am I going to stay down for mine? You know, um, uh, I remember the first uh, I guess you could say lesson was you know they're coming at me. You know, hey, they're going to try to give you twenty to life. This mm. and that. You need to fold. Blah blah blah. You know, I have core values, and that was one of them. Like, there's no snitching. And, and, and even, even my mom came to visit me, you know, that's my ride or die. That's the one that raised me and told me not to snitch. You yeah. know what I mean? And then here she is, you know, coming to the visit, like, Hey, you know, you know, you might get 20 years and they might, you know, you might not see your kids for 20 years, you know, your, your wife at the time, you know, when I was married, you know, I was like, look, mom, I go, I don't care. I go, I go, I'd rather stay in here for 20 years and let my kids walk with their head up high than, uh, uh, us walking around wondering if somebody's going to get us because we snitched on people. And, and so, like, that was one thing that I got to learn about myself. They're like, all right, man, am I really down or am I, am I going to fold? Yeah. And, and that taught me that. And then the second part, when I got to prison, you know, I, I didn't run with any gangs. You know, there, there was, you know, you know, we're in Texas, so there's a lot of Mexican gang. Yeah, you Texas better Mexican get in gangs. there and associate with someone. It'd be, it'd be a lot easier. You don't feel alone. Yeah. It, it comes with a lot of benefits. So you were fighting against what the normal was. Yes. How did that go? How did that go for you? How did you manage to do it? I mean, obviously, I can tell that you got charisma. You know, you got you got a face I could trust, man. You make me laugh, right? All that's I, I feel like it played in your favor. But how did how did it really play out? What did you feel, man? It, it that did play in my favor, and 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 then you know a lot of things were are not in my favor uh, uh, per se because one, you know, you know, uh, uh, being in there, you know, you don't speak Spanish, bro. You know, it's a rap for you supposedly. So do do no hablas español? Nada. Only only just <laughs> only just the penitentiary slang. Uh, and I'm fifth generation like yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, Mexican, and you know it was just one of those when my great grandfather he was ridiculed growing up, ah, and so yes. he was like, you know, we're going to speak English. We're going to teach him English because we don't yeah. want I don't want this to happen yeah. to my grandkids and so on. And, I get and, it. And then that was that, but like you know, I still should have learned, but I I ended up learning more in prison. But like that was one thing that was already against me. You know, I look Mexican as. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, and then as soon as they find out I don't speak Spanish, dude, the the the, the energy shifts already. It's like, yeah. oh, you're not Mexican. I mean, I'm not Mexican. Yeah. I got the same blood pumping from you, like you. 
are you talking about? Yeah, yeah. And then you know, I listen to hip hop, rap, and everything. You know, you know, it's all bad in there. It's everybody's in there with their own race. So it's like you know, oh, now you think you're black? I'm like, what the heck's that mean? I'm like, come on now, bro. I go, I, I, I with everybody, and I like what I like, and I'm going to listen to what I listen to. So you can't judge me over that. And so you're doing time and i mean seven years man that's a that's a long time i know we're talking about it now and we just say it in a flash mm-hmm. when did you start planning what you were going to do when you come came out when did you say you know what i'm not going to get into this uh you know when did you start prioritizing where did you look at how did you look at your kids how you wanted to be as a father what you wanted to get into like where the, like technology was it creeping around? Did you start hearing about, you know, the, the internet and, you know, apps and make, cause you're in crypto now. So there's a path to that. Did it start in there or was it later on? Well, um, in there, what I learned to finally get me on that was I, I, I got a hold of this book called The Secret. Mm-hmm. And, 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 it, and it talked about the law of attraction. And, and, and when I read that, you know, it, it just something just clicked in my head to where like, like, I no longer have to be this way anymore. Like, I'm the one attra- that's attracting all this shit. So, like, hold on. If I'm attracting all this, then I just got to change what's inside. And if I change what's inside, everything outside of me is going to change. And and that's where I was like, well, dang. That's when I started looking outside of that box and was like, what else can I do? And then I read this book called uh, The Master Key System. And, it, and it, it had told me, think of the most elite version of yourself. And I was all like, well, and they said, what would that be? And, and I'm sitting in the cell, like, well, what would that be? You know, I, I never really thought about that. I'm still over here just thinking about getting through today. Hmm. And and I never really thought about a future. You know, yeah, I thought about, you know, being home and hugging my kids and stuff, but there was really no, there was no, well, what am I going to do when I get out? So it, it taught you how to think about the best version of yeah. yourself. Now, let me put this out there because it's hard to think of a greater version of someone who has, who's in prison, who has failed, who grew up in the hood, his one fam, one side of the family, but they got drama and all this stuff, dude, is like on you and in, in your memory. And this book is asking you to say to think, think, think of your better version, Joe. Did you? Yeah, that you chuckling right now? Did you laugh a little bit, man? Or, but but something spoke to you. Yeah. And I want to know when that what spoke to you and what was that better version of yourself that you thought of in the very beginning. Man, it it, it was, you know, it was the God inside of me that spoke to me, because it, it it was funny because when I said it, because to me I was all like, you know, I'm a numbers guy, so I was all like, I was like, I was like, all right, I'm gonna start like with the number. I go, what would be my number? You know, I just threw it out there, and 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 the number was, I said nineteen point nine trillion. I just said it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was like, so what? Because it was, it literally said that. It goes, just throw it out there. It doesn't matter, whatever. And when I said it, I I I I I kind of cringed. Mm-hmm. One billion yeah. dollars. No, no, that's that's too much, man. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like, it was like, <laughs> who, who do you think you are? You know, to say that number. And I was like, when well, I'm like, well, who do I think I'm not? You know what I mean? Like, what do you mean? What do you mean? Like, I go, it's just the same. I go, and then I started visualizing that day of what it would look like when I got the news that I'm that net worth now. Mm-hmm. 
like my companies, you know, whatever my business, whatever. And then, it, and then it was like, well, you know what? That day, that day is my 84th birthday. That day is when I'm not right now. That that day right now is when I'm sitting. I'm in a suit right now, getting ready for my birthday. There's my family. All the people that I love are all here with me. You know, I can even see the pictures of my mom and my grandmother because you know I'm 84, so they're, obviously they're dead by now. You know what I mean? But I got memories of what I did with them up to then. You know what I'm saying? Like I took it there and like went all the way in and like what would that actually elite version looked like what would i we what was the shoes i was wearing what was the cologne i was wearing the person next to me like i was all like the whole details and and because of that man that's what's kept me going from then till now because even then from now there's a lot of stories of what i did so so to make let's just say that 19.9 trillion that's that's a lot of money it could represent an industry that you're in now you know or the future of an industry but it does change the yeah, way that you think and the way that you are. It was because I had just read a magazine on Forbes about the richest people, and it was eighty billion at the time. So I was already thinking, like, well, this guy's got eighty billion now. You know, just the just because how inflation and all this stuff yeah, is, yeah. boom. You know, it's still going to be the same. You know, but the, well, here's what I like about that goal or that dream. That it's so big that it it changes the way that you are because. And I'm not knocking on what you, how you grew up and what you learned when you were young, but you say, my young per, my young version, the character I had when I was young, he's not suited for this 19. Point nine mm-hmm. trillion or whatever that I, I'm just going to say that represents success. He's not mm-hmm. suited for that success. I, I need to change some things about me. Because I want to step into a new life, a new direction. So what were some characteristic things that you had to change and confront and say, you know what? I got to do this a little bit different because I want, I want to step into some, into some success. The way I think that was it. That's what I learned. I had to change the way I thought because thoughts, thoughts is what, 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 what brings everything to you. So like, and I remember that day uh, when I when I did that, it was like, all right, from this day on, you know, you have to think more positive than negative type thing, which is so simple to say, but like, it's very hard to do, because like, I'm sitting in here. Uh, the, it was funny because it was the first three days that I did, and I was like, I'm positive today. I'm positive today. I'm positive today. I'm positive today. Is getting stabbed over here. This guy's over here. Doing, uh, uh, about to get killed type stuff you know yeah. the, that energy there I haven't seen my family you know I, I'm broken there you know what I mean and I'm like so everything out physically beating you <laughs> down your eyes your ears boy it is negative man but something in your heart is saying work hard and think right yeah and, and it was funny because that third day I, I just broke like how can I think positive in this negative place and then, it, and then when I, and then I went to go read the book again, you know, some more of the book. And it was like, you know, just those three days, uh, by doing that, like what unfolded after that was like, what was what showed me like this stuff is real because yes, it was only three days that I thought positive, but those things that I was thinking positive on and like, like affirming, 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 that's what unfolded for me and ended up happening. It was like, whoa, if I did this for just three days and that happened, mm. imagine if I do this for the next 30 years. And okay, when people fail, dude, it throws them for a loop. Like it's hard to come out of it. And 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 I love that you're sharing this. Man, I read this book, and for three days, I was thinking something positive, and it really changed my my outlook in life. And all I'm going to put out there right now is, if you're going through a failure right now, dude, 
put some positivity in you, in your mind, read mm-hmm. something. It'll, it'll at least change the direct and regardless of what's going on the outside mm-hmm. of you, you got to counter it somehow. And so you started countering it at this point, mm-hmm. kind of fly through the next four, six years Talk to me about the, maybe the last year that you were there because now you're really, I got to really behave. I'm about to get out. Mm-hmm. What did you plan? What did you see yourself? What were you preparing yourself to be when you were going to get out? Man, um, so with all that, you know, uh, I reverse engineered all that, you know, from that number to, well, what's going to get me there? And it was like, what do I want to do? This and this. And in the end, it was like, all right. Whatever it is, I got to get myself ready to be, to be, you know, to learn about business. So I enrolled into uh, a business management class in there. They had a college course for that. So I jumped in that. Um, uh, they had a culinary arts course there. So I jumped into that because I was already thinking like, all right, dude, I know I'm not going to be a businessman straight up, but I know being in, working in the kitchen or being in the service industry, you know, being a felon, I'll get a job real fast. And then at least that will get me making me money. And if I do this culinary arts course, at least that's going to put me on in front of other people that are going to be in the same position as me. And then I got something to show like, Hey, look, I did this. Right. Yeah. And like, so like, you know, of course there's a, there, there was a thought process before this. And it was, to, you know, like I said to, to, to like what you said, it was like, you know, the kid back then was not ready for success. And I was like, I got to get myself ready for this success. And, and it was there like, what do I do first? And it was like taking these courses, anything that was going to make me better. I just took it. I was like, all right, I'll just sign up for it. I just signed up for it. I had all these, these certificates and everything. And yeah. I was like, man, I don't care. And, and, and it was funny because like all the stuff that I did, you know, at the time it was working for me there for me at that time. And I'm like, man, I don't even use all that stuff anymore. But like, but it was just what it did was it got me to have hope that I'm going to stay out because I knew the percentage of recidivism was, you know, within the first five years. And I had, I still had to go do, four years uh, uh, parole and probation after this stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so you, you start learning and you learn a bunch of different things. And I know people will say, I, I, I learned this in school and I don't even use it now, but it's the habits that mm-hmm. you create. It's the desire and, and the passion for learning that pays off. And so whenever you're able to execute these things deep down inside, you know what's happening? You're building your confidence. You're telling yourself, you know what? I can learn now, what am I going to do with how I learn? And so you're leading up. When do you, when is it, when can you see the light? When can you feel, okay, I'm leaving in a month or two months? When did it start flying by and then your day when you get released happens? Man, that was probably the longest time I ever <laughs> did doing that countdown. Uh, I, I, that's, and, and like I said, like, man, all this stuff is just lessons because, I learned to just keep a routine like like I had learned from everybody else, to be, you know, that were, that left before me. Like, you know, keep a routine, man. Just keep a routine. You know, do what you do, what you normally do when you get up, you know, have, you know, work, do your workout, you know, go to your classes, you know, read your book like you do, you know, like just stick to this routine. And and that's all I did. I just stuck to the routine. I even like, you know, I had some couple of people that I knew, like, you know, they were getting out and they wanted to be like, you know, uh, trainers, fitness trainers. They were reading the books, taking the test. So I was all like, hey, how about you train me so you can start practicing and then that'll get me something to do, you yeah. know, to get myself right. Because, you know, now he's got me dieting and all this stuff because, you know, all that stuff plays in effect. Right. So it was 
it was really one of those like I had to like really get you know hyper focus because I was like man I'm about to come out and I've and the guy that was actually training me it was so funny because he had gotten out and violated and that was one of the biggest things that I was worried about yeah and he was all like dude man you just got to do it it's gonna you know you're getting yourself set up in this and that he goes but when you get out there it's gonna be different and it's gonna hit you and I was like laughing like oh man it's not different man I, you know probably because you're, you're you had a weaker mind at the time you know I was all like that you know what yeah, I mean yeah and it's not gonna happen to me. And, uh, uh, and so I was like really trying to stay on that. And what helped me was literally that law of attraction stuff. Like, you know, back when you say like, what did I get into to get myself ready? I really dove real deep into that because that really resonated with me. It really shown that it showed me that everything starts from within. And if I can work myself within first, the outside stuff is just going to unfold and it's going to happen, right? It's going to be a, a, a happen accordingly. Yeah. So like, so when I learned to conquer that, I was like, all right, cool, let's get out there and do this stuff. And when I got out, man, dude, it was it was just a whole nother game. I was like, whoa, I was all ready for this, did all this stuff, but this is a whole different. It was like a whole nother level. The world, the world changed around you, man. So okay, so you did you work as a server? Did you get a job at a restaurant your first few years out or what? I want to I want to get to when you ended up with a laptop or a computer in front of you because I know that you started doing some email uh stuff and you started uh, you know loving the internet making money mm-hmm. off of like ad placement uh, and stuff like that and mm-hmm. so that that's a whole nother that's your life now and it's like got you mm-hmm. excited and you're learning a lot of new things but what led up to that who opened the door what job or what what happened that kind of led you in that direction yeah like when I first got out, the, the, the first job I got uh, was at a, a local barbecue spot, uh, Risky's Barbecue, right, in uh, uh, Stockyards. And uh, I had a, a friend um, that was the, the GM at the time, and, and he's like, I, I called him up, and I was like, dude, I need a job. I don't care that I'm serving. I just want to work stuff because I'm done with that life and stuff. And he's like, come on in, bro. I, I got you. And, uh, dude, I was a runner and, and, and I remember when I got my first check, right. I had worked two weeks, you know, like a runner, but at a restaurant, not yeah. a runner, like, yeah, yeah. Like runner at a marathon. restaurant. Yeah. Yeah. Taking the food out to the tables, you know, that type of stuff. Right. And, um, and it's a tourist spot. So I was like, hella busy. So I'm like thinking I'm busting my ass. Right. And then I get that check, dude, man, it's only 75 bucks. And I'm like, what? What am I supposed to do with this? The halfway house took their money. Child support took their money. And it, the tax man took their money. And it was 75 freaking dollars for the next two weeks. I'm like, how am I going to make a living like this? Now, okay. What? <laughs> <laughs> but that did something, right? Yes. I mean, that triggered something. Oh, man. Like, like yes. okay, so people would look at that and be like, man, look, look at that. That's so, it's crazy. It is craziness. But sometimes it takes something so drastic mm-hmm. to just wake you up, and it's like, boom, Joe, mm-hmm. wake up. Yeah, this ain't go- this isn't gonna yeah. work. But this is the reality. Mm-hmm. This is where you're standing. This is what's in front of you. What are you going to do from here forward? What did that seventy five dollar check? Dude, <laughs> Everybody man. got their piece of the pie. Yeah, I know, man. And, 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 and that's where I was glad. I that's why I mentioned earlier about that law of attraction because. Then and there I knew, I was like, you know what? I just went to that elite version of myself. 
It was like, you know what? This is what you have to go through to be that person. This is the stuff that mm-hmm. you're going to be facing so that when you're 84 years old, you can laugh back and be like, that $75 check is something we can laugh about now. Yeah. And, and, it, and, and it, was the, it was that back against the wall thing because it's like, it was like, do I go back to selling dope? Because they're already telling me they'll send me an 18-wheeler, a trailer full of dope, and I can just make a million dollars real quick. Wow. You know what I mean? So you had to make that choice. Yeah. It, it was, a, it was a, a, a thing you had to face that made you choose, okay, I got to go back to my old self because I know that old self. I can I, I rely on that old person, and I got people in place that can help me. Or you look forward and you say there's nothing forward. There's, mm-hmm. I, ha- I have no clue mm-hmm. how to get in a new industry, how to make the money I want to make, mm-hmm. how to change who I am. But you chose move. You wanted to move forward. Yep. So then, where did that path lead you? What was next? There, it was funny. I went to cook, I went to uh, get a job uh, cooking at TCU. That mm-hmm. was the next forward because I finished halfway house and I was like, all right, I don't want to be a runner no more. I, yeah. I want to cook. And then from there, that that kind of like was cool and stuff at first, but then it was it wasn't fulfilling. You know, I was like, I yeah. wasn't really, re- I never was really the nine to five guy. And I was all like, all right, man, I'm kind of done with this. And I had an opportunity to. Uh, to, 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 with the startup and it was these two guys and they had a waterless car wash and, and they needed like a guy to like literally do the car washes, right? Yeah. So yeah. I'm like, so like, so I was the guy and it was like, well, you know, learn the process. We're going to, you know, we'll start hiring people and you can manage. So I got to learn all that and from a startup standpoint and it was cool, but like I still needed to pay the bills. So I ended up getting a job at a place called Chimmy's as the door guy. Yeah, yeah. And so I was all like, I was like, cool, you know, so here I am at this time, dude, I probably got like five different jobs now. I'm doing a car wash. To, uh, another friend of mine uh, owns a restaurant daybreak over here locally. I was doing runs for him for deliveries as well. In the mornings, go to go to work at the car wash and then come work at night, you know, being the bouncer for, for Chimmy's. Now, right? okay, I just feel like this is like you just set, you just set it up for me, man. A waterless car wash. Mm-hmm. Okay, were there a bunch of scratched up cars or what? Man? <laughs> How did you scrape off any dirt without any water? It was an aerosol can, and what it is, when you sprayed the car, it foamed up, and the way that it had a chemical reaction, the bubbles trapped the dirt, and then you get microfiber towels, and you just wipe it. I, I, yeah, and it waxes I, at the same damn time. <laughs> <laughs> I get it now. Well, I see it now, but it just Gleamy sounded. is what it was because it was organic as well. So it was it's green it. and clean. <laughs> <laughs> so, so you're working hard. Those are, you know, working hard is one of the keys to success, but you're also not managing your time properly. You, mm-hmm. at what point did you come and say, you know what? I can't be dividing myself with everybody else's passion. Yeah. What am I going to start doing for myself? When am I going to start investing time in myself? Yeah. And when you did that, what, what started changing? What was new? Honestly, how it started, like when I was working at the, at the door, right? For that Chimmy's place, um, I was I was at home one day just you know with YouTube on just listen to videos and uh, a freaking commercial or like you know how suggestions you know and and it was like how to make a Snapchat filter and I was like well let me let me push play and let me see what that's about and then I I watched it and it was so simple to do and I was like wait that's all you got to do and I knew everybody at the time this one like Snapchat was barely like its first year right yeah. and so everybody was like on it right and I was all like. No way. So I went to the to, to Chimmy's, you know, where I was at. Like, hey, man, let me get a logo, dude. Let me see if I can put this on Snapchat and see what this does. 
So they're like, yeah, yeah, go for it, go for it. So I did it myself, you know, and just, and just, you know, put it up there. And it only cost me like five bucks to do it, right? Yeah. For the day. And, uh, that, that, the next day we get the results because it was a Saturday. And, uh, and I'm tripping out like, dude, we had like over 25,000 views for huh. this filter. Or, and they're like, no way. And I was like, yeah. And it was like, like, six or like six thousand like uses of it yeah <laughs> i was like they're like get the heck out of here so that means all these people seen it i was like yeah and then it just kind of like the light went off and i was like hold on a lot of these people can use this around here and so i went to the to to a bar a local bar and i was like hey man uh i know how to do snapchat filters and they're like Oh yeah, like what do you charge? I go, oh man, hundred bucks a day. You know, I figured you know Friday, Saturday is what you need. Thursday, Friday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Yeah, yeah. And they were like, and you're just winging it at this yeah, point. I'm you're just, just like, dude, I, okay. So there's something inside, something instilled inside of you that gave you the confidence to just go sell something <laughs> the next day or whatever. Yeah, and, and, and the dude was like. Sign me up, bro. Like, uh, uh, you want me to pay for the month or you want me to pay weekly? I was like, oh, man, just pay weekly. You know, yeah. just give me for the first week. And then, all right, here's a check. Got my first check to make a Snapchat filter for 300 bucks. How just- long did, okay, you spent, you got $75. And that's $75 trigger something it was a little bit of frustration and anger and whatever you're like dude this is a joke okay <laughs> but now you have a 300 dollars check yeah. then that 300 dollars mathematically is more than the 75 yeah but the lesson is what you you're like man that was too easy yeah the other one was like boy that was too hard yeah. this one was it was too easy so a light is lit man a candle let's just say a candle's lit in your head mm-hmm. do you see do you see it now do you how much more do you push this filter thing and oh, yeah. how, how how good did you end up doing doing filters for snapchat how long did it last because you know it was just for a little time there yeah because well, what well, actually just uh it was a catalyst of all this because you know back when that elite version of myself was in play you know i also came up with the name of my company i was like well uh, my company's one local multimedia that's what i have now one local multimedia inc right mm-hmm. and uh and that was it for me i was like dude this snapchat filters this is one local multimedia right here I go, this is it. And, and, and like, yeah, like I said, it only lasted for a while, but like, dude, I, that paid the bills. I was tripping out because all I was doing was going up to people, give me your logo and charging you a hundred bucks a day. Right. And then, so with that led, because you know, YouTube's algorithm, yeah, how to make Facebook ads. And I was all like, wait, so what? you went from Snapchat filters <laughs> and then you went to Facebook ads yes okay and so what because what you know i was let me ask, okay just for the techie people listening what were you working with what kind of computer or whatever back then oh, what were you using that uh so you know uh my 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 aunt man you know uh mateo gracie dude she she's she's been solid since the beginning too you know um she i kind of had always broken it down to her you know i would call him when i was in prison and you know i'm over here hey when i get out i'm gonna have a company called one loco and i'm gonna do our advertising marketing and you know whatever and you know you know even my mom told me this yesterday she was all like like, cause we're, we went to go have some food and a, some food and had a drink and I had yeah. my laptop working on, on a website and she's like, Oh my God, Jojo, I remember when you was in prison and you used to talk about <laughs> all the time. And I go, look at you, you're doing it. I go, yeah, I know. I know I'm doing it. You know, just laughing. Right. And, uh, uh, my aunt, man, she, she was down for me and she was like, 
I want to get you a laptop. You want to go? Let's go get you a laptop. You need a laptop if you're going to do this. You're going to you're going to have to have a laptop to do this stuff. And I was like, thank you so much. And we literally just went to Best Buy, and I went to the Geek Squad. Like, I need a laptop to make videos, to make content, to do this. Like, literally told them everything I wanted to do, and they gave us the right laptop. And that was I was it was go from there. You know, it's so important. You you're either the person that needs someone to give you a hand, or you're a person who's in a place that can give someone a hand. And I think that this this is great because sometimes when people go through failures, it beats them down so much. Like, that they, they they just need a little bump. Mm-hmm. They just need a little help. Mm-hmm. And you may be the person that does it for someone. I just want to encourage you right now, if you're listening, man, you might be able to do that for someone. You might be able to pay for a course for them. You might be able to buy them a laptop or, mm-hmm. you know what, buy, take them to the bookstore and say, hey, you know, get, get you some books on your subject and I'll pay for it. I don't know what it is, but it holds a lot of value. And at the end of the day, you don't gain success by yourself anyways. Mm-hmm. You don't make big businesses by yourself. So in the beginning, help someone out. If you're doing good, help someone out. Mm-hmm. It might shift. It might give them a boost. And they got you this laptop, man. How did it make you feel that someone is considering all of your past? And I know it's family, but considering all of your past, they just invested in your future that they can't even see or know. They're just going based on, dude, we believe in you, and this is how we want to show. What did that make you feel? Man, it just... uh you're like, yeah, I love you. Yeah, dude. I, like, I felt like a businessman. I was like, I got a laptop with this joint. I was like, I was like oh, because that thing was nice, man. Yeah. I was just like, I was like, man, it's official now. I got a laptop because at the time, I was even paying somebody to 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 go to Photoshop and fix those logos for me, right? Mm. And I was all like, oh, I'm cutting the middleman out. I'm gonna, I know, yeah. I'm gonna learn how to do. This myself and i figured it out and this and that right and uh, uh that's that's where it, it like it like made me jump to a new level like all right i'm gonna do this and and and, and it was funny because i had at the time um i had some property left to me right by my great grandparents and uh um and and it was uh, by that time uh, uh where we're at it was you know our, our area was getting really gentrified right so like people were offering us money and stuff for it and everything and so i was all like all right man you know uh, I got this, you know, coming. I got this coming. So, like, I was still half-assing it, though, bro. Yeah. Like, I was, I, I had those jobs, you know. I was thinking at my, at, uh, to myself, like, well, I'm working all this stuff. It's almost like something's about to repeat itself. Yeah. Back when you were young, you yep. go, man, this easy street. I'm bored. Yeah. Okay. So, your mind can't deal with boredom well. Okay? That's what I'm p- putting together. So, now your older version found this new success, this new path. But you're doing it. It's almost too easy for you. And then you, you start hitting the same roadblocks. You're like, oh, man, I need something more. I need yeah. something else. <laughs> so what started happening? Yeah, what started happening was because uh, 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 this whole time, why, why, why all this is happening, I'm on supervised release with, with, the Fred, with the feds, right? So it's like a probation, you know, which is so, so, so funny because, you know, you got to do 85% of your time already. Mm-hmm. And then when you come out, you still got to do, you know, three to five years of, of supervised release and, and you've done completed, you know, your, all your time. So it's like, you know, 
why I still got to do this. But, you know, that's that's a whole nother uh, thing. But so here I am going through all this and, you know, like all that stuff that I've gone through, you know, the, the like there's like even in prison, you know, I got into a knife fight and then what's called a uh, end up getting stabbed and, you know, like, you know, died. And they said they brought me back type stuff like all that was still in my head. And so what I did to relieve all that was, you know, I smoke cannabis. You know what I mean? That's why I'm really big with cannabis, you know, like big time. I do CBD ads, cannabis ads, you know, stuff like that. Like now I'm able to do this legit, which is cool. But at the time, you know, you can't smoke, you can't smoke weed. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And and, and for me, I'm telling myself, well, this is the only way that calms me down because, Mm -hmm. you know, a lot of stuff was going on. I'm stressing about everything to the point that I even had caught a new case because I pulled a knife on a door guy because some stuff happened and, and, uh, Got got blamed. They try to say I try to stab him and uh, end up beating that case right uh, after while I'm on supervised release. It, it was, that's a whole another long story. Yeah, but uh, the whole point of all this was uh, boy, that monster trying to creep up yeah. again. Like you, you could have made a mistake and backtrack so much at that point. Yeah. So like so what ended up happening was I ended up violating. That's yeah. what happened. I ended up violating for smoking and uh, uh, and there I was four years later. What's called going back. And, and I was all like, all right, man, whatever. Uh, I'll go do six months. You know, I, I did four. I was, you know, no, it was three months I had to do. And I still had a year left. And so I went back, did my little three months, got out. You know, now the house was sold. My grandmother had sold it and I got this money. And it, you know, it, was, it, it wasn't a whole lot, but it was a nice chunk. Now, three months, things are going good. This is the new Joe. But we, you know, even when you're on a good path, there's still beat speed bumps. Like people forget, like, dude, when it gets good, it doesn't just stay good. You still have challenges and still redirections during those three months. What ran through your head? Did it, were you just like, man, I can't wait to get out. I got this game or what? Or did you really oh. reexamine <laughs> yourself? Oh, bro, I was on, I was on a money trip because I, like when I got there, uh, I was probably with about a month. And the next thing you know, my mom, I talked to my mom and mom in there. She's like, your money's in the bank. So I was like, what? She's like, yeah, you, you got like, you know, a hundred and something thousand dollars just sitting there waiting for you when you get out. Yeah. So I'm like, oh man, it's on, dude. I'm going to get out and I'm going to start this business. That didn't miss you up being in there. And then they said, mom, you should have told me when I got out. You know what I mean? <laughs> dude, I know it, man. And so here I am hitting the streets running because now I'm off paper. Yeah. I can do whatever I want. I got, I got a little cash in the bank. Yeah. And, 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 you know, so now I'm like, all right, I got to create some residuals. I got to create something, you know, to make mm-hmm. some money for me because this is what I got. And I got to, I got to make this make money. Right. And so, I, you know, I'm, I'm learning about wholesaling and real estate at the time. And uh, uh, so I was like, you know what? I took this. It was so funny. I, I signed up for this one course class uh, 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 and, and I went for it was like for an hour. And because of that one hour now, I think I know how to sell real estate. <laughs> <laughs> so did you did you get into did you sell get a property to sell anything? Uh, yes, sir. And I lost that hundred grand in like four months. <laughs> because, lost. Yes, lost. Lost it. All of it. Let's all slow down. It. Let's slow all, down. All of it. OK. It's boy that that is lost university man <laughs> failure university <laughs> what did you learn boy that was what did you learn from losing that obviously i want to i want to tee it up i want to say you had the confidence to use that money because you said, i'm going to make it but then it, it didn't it didn't work out that way so how did you come out? Because that's that's a hard recovery, dude, man. It, it, it's so funny because you know it all. It's all for the reasons, right? It's all for us, never mm-hmm. to us, right? And as uh, soon as I lost that. 
Here I am sitting flat on my butt, bro, right? With literally just 1500 bucks mm. left. And 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 it was literally do I go cuz at the time, you know, like you know, I'm smoking cannabis, right? And I've got this money and I'm not I'm not even on on paper anymore or anything. So now it's like looking enticing just to start selling weed. Mm-hmm. And then here I am with this fifteen hundred bucks. I'm like, man, I can go buy a pound of weed right now, and I Again, can break this down. That keeps popping up. Yep. You're like, I can go back yep. to what I know. Yep. And then so here I am, and it was so funny because uh, uh, the ex girlfriend at the time, you know, she's making fun of me. She's like, look at you, you fucking loser. You lost all this money. What's going? Yeah. You're just you're broke. Because I had to, yeah. and then I had to sell my car at the time because uh, uh, my daughter needed emergency surgery. So like now I got no car, no money, no job, nothing <laughs> again, dude. <laughs> how how do you keep going? Like, did you ever just like? hold your head down and say man i just can't or you you just always been motivated did you always just look at the brighter side dude i i I got mad like 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 i i I, this this one story from from uh the bible job right that story job right uh uh, that kind of had always been you know stuck with me since i was young because i like that he like got mad at god and was like cursing him out like man i did all and you fucking doing all this shit, man. Yeah, doing all and this one shit. bad thing yeah. after the other, and it's not even bad. It's like the worst things <laughs> that happened to him. So, dude, some of the worst things are happening to you, and here you are. Yeah. I see you laughing. Yeah. I, see, I don't know. You're in a good place right now, but man, come. How did it test you, dude? It, it was just. It was like that's where it was. I knew it was for me because it was. It was that decision. And then what was what had happened was I had just learned how to start doing Facebook ads finally. And I and I I had learned that you needed, you know, that you you know to have a funnel, which is like a landing page to capture the information, you'll have a better conversion, you know, getting leads doing that, right? So so here I was uh learning about this stuff and there was this group called Apex Entourage, which mm-hmm. is the group I'm in, right? And uh, the guy that, that started his name, Ryan Stuman, um, he caught my attention because he was a guy like me. Went to prison twice, mm. came out broke, same story with the ex-girlfriend, took everything. It went in the second time legit. They ran in on him and, and because he's, he was doing mortgages. Uh, he, he learned how to do mortgage loans and stuff. Yeah. He started from a car wash as well, which was so funny. Yeah, yeah. And um, they ran, on him, uh, ran in on him because they thought that he was still doing the same stuff. And, 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 and so what's cause so he ended up what's cause having to get time whatever and then you know come out broken and start over and now he created this group called Apex Entourage and what really hit me was he said the same thing he goes you got to visualize your most elite version of yourself and I was like wow I learned this back then yeah so I'm like this must be divine right so and, and it turned out he has a software called Phone Sites and it's a funnel maker. And, and there's another one called Click Funnels, and like that one, dude, you got to be a coder. Yeah. I'm no coder, bro. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. And, and, and he made phone sites so simple that even someone like me could figure it out. So here I was sitting on. So this. you, so you enjoyed sitting in front of that computer and just learning things yeah. because that's a very closed world. People don't realize, like coders and gamers, they stay in front of a screen. It's a very small world. When you're working, no one's welcome. Like stay away. I'm typing away. Mm-hmm. So it seems like you work really well on your own. Yeah. I mean, I know you can collab and stuff like that, but a lot of the the work that happens digitally it happens behind the mm-hmm. scenes. 
so now you're learning how to do funnels and stuff like that. What success did you start seeing? How, did you, when did you say, man, this is, this time I'm going to make it work? Well, um, with, with that last 1500, what ended up happening yeah. with that funnels, right? So, so the, 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 the phone sites, I was so broke at the time before I had that 1500 because it was, you know, I had just earned it, right? Uh, I, to learn that software, I, you know, it was a free seven day trial. So I signed up for it yeah. and it took me seven days to learn it. And then I used another email to sign up again for free. Yeah. Went to a car dealership here locally, told them I know how to create ads and get you leads. And I, and I made them a funnel with their logo and everything. And the guys are like, seriously, dude, we need leads. Yeah. And then boom, 1500 bucks broke it off. Yeah. So now I'm over here sitting with this 1500. And yeah. then next thing you know, there's a special to be an apex. Yeah. And it's for a year, and it costs fifteen hundred. But you get phone sites for free for the rest of your life. And I had just paid it for a year, so yeah. I was all like, "Ooh, it cost me a thousand for the year." So you know what? I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna go in and just go all in with it. And I remember that ex girlfriend looked at me like I was stupid because I had to ask her for a ride to go put that money on the prepaid card to go sign up for that. I mean, program. I, I wrote this down. Okay, I wrote down. You're the best investment, and money helps, dude. You lost a hundred thousand, right? You've been through some. You've been through some stuff, man, and you put it all on the line. How? Where did you get that from? To just go all in, dude. <laughs> well, well, like, there's a lot of people that they're like, "Oh, no, 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 I'm not. I can't do it, man." And they just put it off, put it off, and their dream gets further and further mm -hmm. away. But then there's the other half and say, "I got to go all in because that's the only way that yeah. I can get to my dream." So you go all in, and it's even funny, dude, that your girlfriend <laughs> has to take you. You put it on her prepaid card. <laughs> what is going, dude? Are you delusional dude, or are you just confident, man? It was. It was really that. It was really like I already tried it my way. I already seen what happened. I'm fucking flat broke again. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I what? know how to be broke. Yeah, I know so, how to do that. Real yeah, easy. Yeah, so I'm gonna go all in. Yes, and you do that. Yes. What's and then what? What starts happening? Uh, like with within a month because you you're like I need a return fast. Dude, floodgates were just had open, man, and uh, uh literally. From being in that group and what I learned from all those people, because those people are amazing people in there, and they know they're like they're like you know top one percent people, and all they want to do is help people. So at Apex, to, they were helping you, yeah. coaching you, walking Co yes, you through it. Yes, it's called build your machine, is what, what 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 we call it. And when you're building your machine, it's like you're building your online presence, focusing on what you do, yeah. uh, twenty percent of the time, and then giving your story eighty percent of the time. You know what I mean? So like here, so I just did that. I just started giving my story, and then every once in a while, hey, this is what I do too. And then what ends up happening is, you know, of course, you know, once I started getting people to start like you know with me and opening up, you know, it gave me a chance to give results. Yeah. And then once you give results, then your name starts getting out there. And then it was wild, bro, because like here I am, uh, uh, like just going, 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 and literally had to move out of the house that I was in because I put the last 1500 down, right? So now, uh, literally two weeks later, now I'm homeless. Homeless in Apex with what all I got is my laptop. <laughs> <laughs> so it's, okay, let me draw this picture for the people listening, man. You walked out of, you know, the, uh, the, the best buy with the laptop and you're like, man, I made it. This is, I'm a businessman. I'm going to start doing the, I'm going to do my own photo. Okay. So that, there's that, there's that Joe a few years ago. Yep. There's this new Joe. Yep. Just, you know, I just, I ain't got no money. 
I got to move out of my house. I'm homeless, but I got this laptop. Yep. But but now it's a very different understanding. <laughs> you know, maybe, maybe you're not walking around like you did that first time. But there's something that's behind oh, those man. keys and that screen. Well, that, I had that uh, <laughs> Hold on, I'm never selling this joint. <laughs> it's all right. We're not doing that. But yeah, so you're homeless for a little bit. Yeah, I stayed homeless for like a few months, man. Um, what ended up? Uh, I had a really, a really good friend, dude. Uh, he was going through some stuff uh, with with his family. Uh, it was like their beginning of the end type stuff, and he he got an apartment, and a literally one bedroom apartment. All he had was his bed and a couch and a table. And he was like, "Hey, bro, you can sleep on my couch if you want." And I was like, "Man, I appreciate it because that's better than nothing." And so I just got to it, jumped on that laptop, focused on that one client that I had for the for the car lot and stuff. Got them guys within that six months, like. Uh, uh, in six months, I was I got in like six thousand leads, and I just got so they saw results. Yeah, they saw results, and everybody else started seeing results because that's that build that machine stuff, yeah. right? So I'm posting these results. People are seeing the phone sites group. They're seeing what I'm doing and stuff. Apex seeing what I'm doing and stuff. Next thing you know, it I end up hitting from literally from that when I got homeless. What three, four, five months later, I got to uh, making ten grand a month doing what I did. Man. So what did it feel like, or right now, what, what's, how do you feel from the day when you got the $75 check to the days when you started making about 10 grand a month? We know it came with hard work yeah. and sacrifice. What, what shifted, man? What did you start doing with your money? What did you start doing with your learning? How did you start thinking about your life then? Man, dude, um, I, I was... I learned how to make money legit. Yeah. Now I, I have to learn how I had to learn how to keep the damn money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So so that, that's where that came in. And then like, all right, now I'm making this money. Now I got these clients. And then I just started overstretching myself. Ah. And then it was like, now I got too I got too much stuff I got to do, and there's only one me. Ah, yes, yes. And and then it was like, and that that's the whole part of this game of being an entrepreneur and running a business because you know now then that taught me though because I ended up losing the clients, which God. was wild. Bad time management yep. and stuff. Yep. Well, I think about the nineteen point nine trillion. Even that's a huge, huge number. But any any amount of money, if you look at a you know five hundred million, a billion, fifty billion, all that requires teams and mm -hmm. teams mm -hmm. of people so here you go you realize you're a one-man show mm -hmm. you it, but it's too small yeah so you start seeing some of the side effects of mm -hmm. overloading yourself yes and where does this lead man um it was it, it it was all fun fun and games a week ago but then what's called <laughs> yeah. uh then it was like that's when i started overstretching myself i wasn't able to give my clients what you know the attention they needed for their ads you know there was and, and it, it became the ones that were on that that did uh uh, uh were an instant success like as far as the ads running because you know it's always testing with this stuff yeah so the ones that did hit off the rip you know those are the ones i stayed so they did you know uh help pay the keep paying the bills and stuff that but then that's when i had to go back and on the drawing board and be like all right man what the heck are sops what the heck is you know how do you run how do i hire what are how yeah. do i you know get vas you know all this stuff and so that's all been a learning process and then you know that's just more like now i'm just putting money like to educate and, and and then it's like learn 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 more 
And so right now you are, what, what are you working on? All, all this experience in your past life, it's set you up now. You're doing some marketing. You got CryptoKingdomPins.net. Mm-hmm. What defines you? Like, what's your focus right now? What's your, what are you putting your energy in right now and why? Man, just um, this crypto and NFT stuff. Yeah. Uh, uh, it's because that that's that's that was another reason why the con- the clients kind of faded off as well. Because like once that happened, then I was like, you know, I, I learned what what NFTs were, and, and to me, that's like the new marketing three point mm. So it's it's the next level, and I'm like, all right, I got to go over this next level because this is the industry I'm in, right? And 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 then when I when I when I when I did that, what it did was I was like, I literally everything that I had that I was making stuff. I put I, I literally just put everybody on pause and was like, all right, guys, I'm about to go learn all this NFT stuff. I'm all in. Yeah. I can't be dealing with clients right now, so I'm going to give you to the guy that I train. That's badass. Here, you deal with this account now. You you know you take. The so pay. this is like almost a result from overloading yourself. Now yeah. you're like, okay, I I I'm, I can't make the same mistake twice. Mm-hmm. I, if I'm going to focus, I need to focus. So you start just handing stuff off. Yeah, I okay. start handing the stuff off, and then uh, kind of got a little team now for our home service uh, uh, advertising stuff, and and I like nom- you know got to uh, train both of these guys, and was like, all right, y'all take care of this. I got to go learn this because this is the future for our our stuff. Mm. And then they're like, bet, go for it. And and that's been hard because doing that, I'm no longer out there making any more sales. Yeah. So there's no stuff money coming in. Mm. You know, it's like crunch time again. Yeah, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. And you know, and I'm thinking like, all right, I got this amount, this will pay for the rent, you know, as long as I just do this each daily, maybe by the time uh this comes, I'll already have my first client. Hell no, here we are back again. You're back you're back on the grind. <laughs> back on the grind. But it almost seems at this point that you're comfortable there. Yeah. Like it doesn't scare you no more. No more. And you know that what you're getting into yep. uh crypto and NFTs. What are some of the, the, the fail to play in those two industries that you've learned? Uh, here in this, in, you know, as you start stepping into it, one, you know, uh, it's the wild, wild west out there right now. Like, like straight up, there's nobody there to call. There's no support if you lose your money. So if yeah. you make a mistake and you 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 send you send the crypto to the wrong wallet or you lost your pass key or to get into your wallet, you know, like it's like a security code that that's given to you. Yeah. And it's that one security code that you're supposed to have. And there's nobody to call to be like, hey, I lost my security code. Uh, could you help me get into it? Nope. That money is gone. Oh, man. And have you heard of about a lot of people that happening to a lot of people? Yes, yes. Because that's what Web Point Three or Three Point yeah. is, right? Yeah. It's like it's self governed. Yes, and with that comes like, hey, well, you got to be extra responsible. Yes, you can't call at one eight hundred help mm-hmm. anymore. Nope. What, what is this? What do you see for yourself uh, for the future? What are you planning for? Um, why does crypto scare you and, and and NFTs? But also, why does it excite you, man? Um, the what I see is like literally because what I love about all this stuff is that like if you really know what you're doing and and you create these NFT collections and how you set it up. So how you set it up is when 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 they get sold or where there's you know are they being traded you yeah. know with amongst each other is like you know because it's like cards you know trading cards and and mm-hmm. selling cards and buying cards right baseball cards or whatever. Well, what's so cool about it is that you can put on there, uh, you know, to get royalties mm. for life. 
And is and what you do is you put your wallet address onto this contract so that every time it gets sold or transferred, that royalty fee uh, gets paid off and gets sent to your account automatically. So no one has to transfer. It just happens just in happens. the algorithm. It just happens on itself. Exactly. So that 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 was like, wow, this is awesome that, you know, there's no middleman to stop us from, you know, there's no excuses no more. Yeah. Why, why I didn't get paid. It was like, you know, the only thing now is I got it. That's what this is where the scary part came in. Now, the only thing now is like, I got to make sure I don't ever lose this phrase key. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And, and, and there's ways around that because, you know, there's this thing called slip 39, which is basically where you can create your pass key and all this stuff and then, you know, print it out on a sheet of paper and it doesn't go through your hardware or anything. And then you just put it in an envelope and then put it with your insurance policy, you know, stuff. Got it. And so that's where, I, and I just learned this yesterday yeah, with yeah. the, I was in a, a, a crypto, uh, 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 conference thing, and you know, I was a guest speaker, and one of the guys, man, two of the guys before me, man, they were on their stuff, yeah. and I was like, really? That's what you got to do? <laughs> like, there's the answer right there, because that's what I was thinking. Like, how am I going to leave this legacy? Because I'm trying to get my 15 year old daughter, my 16 year old daughter, to create a a freaking MetaMask wallet, so I, so they, I can start sending them some crypto, and they don't even want to do it. I'll yeah, like, yeah, they don't so, know, they don't know. You got to teach them. Oh, they know. They, it's it's, it's <laughs> one of those they don't want to do it. They don't want because <laughs> they know how to upload. TikTok app real fast. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It's the same thing. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, so, so that's where I was like, man, you know, am I going to have to create them a wallet? And then what happens if I lose that wallet? You know, and then they don't get to them. But like all of that was what was scaring me. And that's where it, that, that helped me on that end. And then to really get scary, you know, you know, if you want to really talk like, you know, like, like, like some new world, dude. They're moving everybody on this blockchain because yeah. they want us all on this one this one blockchain. Like we're not. It's more than just one currency. It's a blockchain. Yeah. So if you're on a blockchain, like I can see every transaction being done, uh, and I know where it's coming from. And then the way they want to do it because it's they want to do it, a decentralized centralized coin. Got it. Yeah. Yeah. And and what that is basically in order to bank with that coin. You gotta get. It's gonna be off of social, like all kinds of stuff. Yeah, like yeah. they're already doing this stuff in China type stuff. So that's where it gets scary. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. then listen to those speakers yesterday. There's ways around that. There's ins and outs, and that's there's the freedom, and then there's that there's that part. Okay, so here you are. You've been through a lot, man, and you've had a lot of challenges in your life. What are some of the, what are some of the big lessons that you've learned that you would share with? with your kids or just somebody to inspire them. Do f- your excuses. Yeah. There's no excuses. Like it's really just all, it's all from within. Failure is the fuel for excuses. Yes. And you, you could have excuses all day, man, cause you got enough fuel mm-hmm. from your past. Mm-hmm. You have to silence that. Yep. What are you replacing it with? What is your fuel? Uh, like literally affirmations. Uh, my why, dude. You got to have a, a a why. If you got a why, and then the, the how part is 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 nothing. Yeah. You know, and and I have to really like, what is my why? Like, why am I getting up every day to do this? Even when I'm getting pounded and pounded by the con, you know, you know, over and over and over. Why do I still keep getting up? And yeah. and, and, and 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 it's like, all right, well, one, it was like, you know, well, dang, you know, I want my kids to see that. You know, my dad did this, you know, and look what he went through. Mm. Like, there's no excuses for me. Yeah. Like, that was that. And then the next was to show everybody else this. Yes. That, that like, because, you know, like, nobody was there when I was a little youngster. Like, hey, youngster, you got all this energy. 
let me let me show you how to do this instead of what you're doing. Now, if somebody were to pull me to the side and be like, hey, look, there's a whole other world over here. Yeah. Other than this, just going to prison, military, and, and selling dope stuff. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, it would have been a different game. That's why it was like, you know, like, yeah, there's a hood and like, you know, there's so many different people because you can, you can come from a great family and still live in the hood and then grow up to be something way different. And then you can still be in a bad family, grow up in the hood and then grow up to be the same or different. Like, you yeah. know what I mean? It's all, it's just all from within. It's all you. Like, like, there's a story that I like where it's the, what, the two brothers that had a, a drunk dad. Mm. And then they asked him, you know, why are you like this? Oh, because my dad was a drunk. And then, and he was a drunk. And then the other guy that, that doesn't drink a, 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 any alcohol or anything, like, why are you like this? Oh, because my dad? Yeah. Like, that's what that <laughs> is. So whenever you hear the word failure, what, what comes to mind? How do you see? Lessons. Yeah, lessons and learning. Yep. Do you feel... Never losses, only lessons. How do you look at your past self, and then how do you think about your future self from where you are right now? Man, um, I, I laugh because, you know, uh, one thing I learned, like, just this big-ass tech nerd. <laughs> That's it. I'm such a nerd. I never knew this. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, uh, I mean, I look at the past, and like, I'm like, dude, you know, you did all this wild stuff, you know, because, like, you know, there's a story when I was 20 years old. Uh, uh, I flew to Ecuador and, and swallowed these 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 pills and, and smuggled heroin back over to New York and then you know to make right. ten grand. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I did that and now I'm over here. The most exciting thing right now is like, dude, I just got an ad. You know, yeah. I'm getting leads. You know what I mean? Like I just made some JPEGs. You know, and, and, and they're called NFTs. Yeah. You know? <laughs> dude, I mean, when, when I had first met you, man, I knew that there was there was something about you. And I'm just I'm just watching your social media. And you're just working, man. You're working hard, and you're thinking. You're thinking right. Hard work is key. Um, what would you say about hard work? Would you, I mean, you've obviously worked for for very little and worked very hard, but it seems like your grind hasn't stopped. Yeah. You still like clocking in. You still like working. How do you, How do you feel about working hard, man? Um, this this probably sounds so cliche, dude. It's like you know, you gotta find find what you love. And it's no longer work. Yeah. Like, it's really that. Like, you know, it's like uh, I had posted uh, uh, the other day and it was like, uh, uh, if you're chasing for, 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 for money, you won't be fulfilled. Yeah. You know, you, you know, you got to, you know, do something meaningful. And, and, it, and, and, and that's why, honestly, I, I always laugh. Like, I go, that's why all that money fell off because there was nothing meaningful behind it. And, and, and the stuff that I'm doing now, like, like, that's why I'm not even worried about what my bank account looks now. Because I'm actually doing something meaningful, like that I see as meaningful. Wow! Because now I'm able to take these entities with and and, and so with those royalties, what I like to do is I'll take ten percent of those royalties and two percent I'm giving them to nonprofits. Wow! So I'm putting their wallets in the NFT so that it automatically gets sent automatically. Interesting. And 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 we're doing this for for uh, there's one program I'm looking at that I wanna that I wanna partner up with where uh, they're called Freedom Growers mm-hmm. and they're for for people that are that are locked up in prison oh, nonviolent man. offenders for cannabis uh, charges yeah like people I seen people do life and they yeah. didn't do nothing and you got these molesters over here fucking only getting months yeah yeah but the <laughs> laws are changing. And they're kind of helping out for those lesser charges, you know, and it's yeah. just like, man, you got to give people a chance. Yeah. While these people, this, this now these big people, like big names are over here making all this money off of cannabis now. And you still got people doing life for like, you know, a, a, an ounce of weed. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. 
and 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 that's where it's that's where it's messed up for that. And then the the other program that that I that I want that I've, I've reached out to is a uh, is Operational Underground Railroad, and those guys help out the the you know human trafficking kids that are getting you know you know picked up and stuff. And nice. so, so that's that's what I so like some about of your royalties. This. Yeah, that's yeah. what that's what that's, that's what I like cool. about that because now I'm like everybody that makes a collection, I'm making them pick a a, a nonprofit. Wow. Okay. Well, there you go. So from the young Joe to the Joe now, you're including giving back. And I believe that when we come back from our failures, there has to be a part of you that gives back because you appreciate the lessons that you've been through, right? You learned a lot from it, but man, you don't, if you can help someone avoid them, why, why wouldn't you, right? If you yeah. want to help someone go around certain lessons that are mm-hmm. tough, you should. Yep. And that's that's what I want the takeaway to be, man. It's like you, your older self is helping your younger self through someone else by doing that. Final thoughts. What do you want to share? What's on your heart? And um like it's like one of those, like if you if you see me, see you. If you're if you're in one of those positions where you feel like you're stuck and then like if if hopefully this story that you hear is like, hey, you know, fuck it, this dude did this, all this, and what I'm going through, and all he said that, you know, just believe in yourself and keep going, go yeah. all in, you know, all right, I'm going to do it. And if that helps somebody to at least make it through the next day, I'm happy with that. Joe, thank you for coming on to the Felt Podcast. Yeah, <laughs> this is awesome. Thank y'all for tuning in to yet another episode, you know. You may listen to it and say, man, Sam, you failed at doing an interview. You failed at asking this question. Well, I just want you to know I'm not going to quit. I'll be back on the next one. I'm just going to keep improving, and I want you to do the same. We'll see you on the next one.